Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. <laughs> okay, you. Joe. Okay, Rain Man. Let's start. Real good driver. I forgot. Judge right, Wapner. Judge to write Wapner. Down the number. Two minutes for Wapner. <laughs> what number is it? One one seven nine. What kind is one, it? Two thirty. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store brings your Garage Logic podcast number. <laughs> 1,179, October 26, 2023. 83 degrees on this day in 1955. And 16 degrees on this it was the low on this day in 1962. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Have they caught the murdering bastard in Lewiston, Maine yet? They have yeah, not. They have no, not. they have not. You know what I've always wondered? The guy's 40 years old. Apparently, he underwent some mental health care this summer in which he apparently or allegedly threatened to blow up, what, federal institutions. Yes. Why would you not make sure at that point you take the guy's guns away? Am I violating uh, some constitutional principle there? If you come in and tell the shrink, look, I'm going to go get people, why do you get to keep your guns? Well, isn't an easier question, why was he roaming amongst us? Yeah, that's my question. Well, here's I mean, my, uh, here's my main question. Why do men, if people are mentally ill, why do they flee the cops? In other words, they think what they're doing is not wrong. So why wouldn't you just shoot 16 people, God forbid, and then stand there and say, yeah, what's the problem? Well, some have, and because they've essentially become, at that point, suicidal, correct? Well, see, I made, that, I made that sound too crass. What I mean is, if you're that whacked out, why are you hiding behind trees in the forest? You, 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 you must know, then, that what you did was wrong. There isn't a guidebook for mental illness. Right. I mean, every person is different. And are you talking suicide by cop? Is that what you're I'm referring to? Did you say me? me? I, no, I meant, you know, because at some point... No, Joe. Well, I guess what I meant, Kenny, was just at some point, certain types of remorse might set in with some people. Oh, yeah. And then at that point, they just think, okay, it's it's time to, it's time but, to uh, go. You mean like they snap I, I, out of it? I don't know. I guess I would agree with both of you. Why did he have firearms? Why was he on the loose? He sounds really dangerous. And he obviously was. And apparently in the bowling alley was a youth event. Yeah. yeah. Do we know yet what the outcome of that is? I wonder why we don't know that. We have the number of dead in it's, each uh, facility that he hit. And I think it was eight, if I remember right, in the bowling center. But we don't know. It's a total of 18, know. correct, Johnny? 
Uh, it's 18, yep. The yeah. other seven were in a bar, and then there was a couple outside. It was 22 last night, which is why this one needs about 72 hours right? Yeah. before you know anything. There was this interview, I don't know what outlet, but they interviewed a guy that said he basically slid into where the pins are and crawled up the back yeah. mechanism to, to basically avoid being shot. I'm yeah. probably the only one here who could... Uh, who, who, uh, what am I trying to say? Lewiston, Maine rang a bell. Why should Lewiston, Maine be your, in your consciousness? Lewiston, Maine. Uh, you're right. Why is that in my consciousness? That's where Ali fought Sonny Liston in huh. May of 1965 in a brutal, weird rematch. Why huh. it ended up in Lewiston, Maine, I didn't have time to, to research today, but it was a very famous... You covered that one? Jesus Christ, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not that old. He was in his 40s oh. then, so he had already... <laughs> Sorry! 1965? He was a columnist was that, by that time. Okay. okay. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, that was the site of the of the Ali, well, Cassius Clay, actually, and uh, Sonny Liston fight. Which Ali fight did you cover? Down goes Frazier. Much later in life, okay. I covered a bunch of them. I thought that's why you brought it up. I'm sorry. No, I brought it up because I have not heard of Lewiston, Maine in any other context except for that fight and then what happened yesterday. Got it. So you fellas want to get into a permit to carry argument and nope. do all that and to discuss that? And <laughs> could this have been stopped? And should you be allowed to carry um, and conceal while you're at a liquor establishment. You want to get into that uh, discussion, or should we let You know it what I heard? I, I, I sometimes go up and down the dial on the way in here to see what everybody's up to. And Pulse. Get a pulse. You got a pulse. And Glenn Beck had a Jewish woman on, a columnist for the uh, New York Post, and she's advising Jews to buy guns. Oh. And, but her logic was pretty hard to argue with. She said, no one's going to save us. No one's going to—we're on our own. And so she went and did all the lessons and got the permit, and and she's advising her friends to also do that. And I just thought I'd mention that because uh, she believes that no one's coming to save them. Yeah. We have a new Speaker of the House. <laughs> Call me now. Puppet. The guy's name is Mike Johnson— He's a Trump syncophant, which is why he got the gig. Nobody knows him. He's been, uh, he's the least, uh, least longest serving member of Congress to rise to the speaker position since uh, 18, well, I have it here, since 1885. Uh, where is it? I had it here. I don't know where I put it. Uh, he's very uh, wet behind the ears, and he's a, a staunch, uh, well, he's a staunch uh, Trump defender and election denier. Uh, you know, Emmer had the audacity to uh, sign off on the Biden victory, and that's why Trump uh, is boasting about how he shot him out of the water. So we have Mike Johnson from Louisiana is the uh, House Speaker. He is 51 years old, Joe. Mm -hmm. Why are they so afraid of the Oompa Loompa? I don't know. I, I, I really don't know why that psychopath holds so much power. 
I, I don't get it. Unless it's to just because they want to preserve their life on the third rail and they think he's their ticket. I, I don't, other than that, I don't know why. That's burying your head in the sand. I, I just don't know why. I'd like to read you something from uh, a woman named Barry Weiss, who I, uh, I enjoy her work. She is a New York, she was a New York Times editorial writer who quit, which was a really rare situation. But she quit when she realized how insulated and out of touch the paper had become. Hmm. And she couldn't abide by that anymore. And now I believe she has a podcast in her own, uh, would it be fair to call it a substack? Is that what we call it? Yeah, and she works for a, an organization called the Free Press, which is an online newspaper. J uh, journalist Barry Weiss. Right? That's her, right? Yes. Journalist Barry Weiss, a Jew Jewish liberal who quit the New York Times over its anti-Semitism, writes... As a Democrat who has been left homeless, who is now definitely in the center, but probably leaning in, as a Democrat who has been left homeless, she means by her party, hmm. who is now definitely in the center, but probably leaning increasingly right, I am left yet again with an appreciation, despite the messenger, of the message of the Trump administration, because what those guys did was pretty incredible in hindsight. So much of the work that happened in that Trump administration turns out to have been right. And that's what's so frustrating for me. The work on the border wall, we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. Turned out it was right. Issuing long-term debt to refinance when rates were at zero, we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. A structural peace in the Middle East, we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message. When are we going to stop shooting ourselves in the foot? And when are we going to actually see and take the time to look past who is saying things and actually listen to them word for word? If it's clear that the last two weeks have been a wake-up call, the next question is why? Part of the answer is the sheer depravity of Hamas terrorism. That depravity has made the justification and celebration of their acts by those who police pronouns that much starker. The contradictions and moral bankruptcy of a worldview that spends years worrying about microaggressions and tone policing but can't decide which side it is on after the beheading of babies aren't exactly difficult to spot. To put it another way, when Black Lives Matter organizations are lionizing Islamist terrorists by posting a paraglider logo, you'd be a fool not to reassess things. The events of the last week have shattered the illusion that wokeness is about protecting victims and standing up for persecuted minorities. This ideology is and always has been, has been about one thing many of us have told you it is about for years— power. And after the last two weeks, there can be no doubt about how these people will use any power they seize. They will seek to destroy in any way they can those who disagree. I can't argue with a word she said. Okay. I just can't argue with a word she said. It's just, to me, though, it remains an incredible shame that you can't find a reasonable, rational, same, sane human being who has the same message as Trump. That's the great shock of this country. We don't have that? What am I supposed to do, Kenny? Look at my phone? No, it's, it's to me. <clears throat> oh. So, uh, there you have it. I...
What do you think, Johnny? Well, I think you're right. There's a lot there that is agreeable, to say the least. But the the big item, I think, as you've already hit upon, is why why that messenger? Why such a, a individually corrupted person is seen as the fellow? There has to be other people who believe in doing things that Trump believes in who are not as foully upset and corrupted ideologically for his own personal gain as Trump. There has to be. Where is that person? Mm-hmm. And, and why do these obsequious syncophants in, the, in Congress continue to turn to him for their, for their uh, permission to do anything? I don't get it. Does anyone get it? No. But it's it's no. countrywide, though, Joe. It's not just the people in Congress. I mean, True. it's countrywide, and right. you divide them. You divided yesterday. Divided them up into different groups. There's about four f- Republican parties, and, and I, I, I see it. It's you know, there's the white collar, and there's the blue collar, and then there's a whole bunch of different subgroups in between the white and blue collar people. That love uh, President Trump. They and then, just love then, them. Then, then the MAGA Republicans are are the uh, extreme right. Did you see where Ilhan Omar would not vote yeah. for this country to defend it? Here's my shocked face. <laughs> right. Omar broke from her Minnesota colleagues and most other members of the U.S. House on Wednesday by voting against a resolution in support of Israel. Omar, who represents Minneapolis and several of its suburbs, was one of just 10 House members to oppose the measure. I'm sure Tlaib opposed it and other members of the squad. Squad. And the only one from Minnesota. The resolution, which is largely symbolic and garnered 412 votes in favor, reaffirmed Israel's right to self-defense condemned Hamas' brutal war against Israel and proclaimed the U.S. ready to assist Israel in the conflict. Omar said the resolution rightly acknowledges and mourns the lives taken by Hamas, but said she voted against it because it fails to acknowledge and mourn the Palestinians killed by Israel in retaliation. I, and what wow. My take on that is there's no moral equivalency. Hamas started it. Right. So the only thing apparently that would have pleased Omar is for Israel not to have retaliated, which is un- unreasonable. Very unreasonable. Yeah, and Hamas started it by going after citizens, not going after military installations or or industrial complexes. There they, is no moral equivalency right, here. None, none at all. But Omar sees that there is. I don't uh, think she has the same outlook. On this country, that no, Hamas committed war crimes at the from the get go. Mm-hmm. Our position should be consistent in defending innocent lives. Omar said, "No moral equivalency." Hamas started it by taking innocent lives, and we're at a point now in the world where, when warfare breaks out, there are large faction factions of Ilhan Omar types who will not acknowledge, however tragically, that civilian casualties will be part of the equation. And that's what I was just going to say. Are you surprised it was only 10 that voted? Yeah. I, because, and the only reason I say that is because look at how many 
pro-Palestine protests that we've had, even right here in our own backyard, all across the country. I was surprised it was only 10 people. In other words, when you go to war and you are justified in your warfaring, it is unfortunate that part of that, and it's been that way for 3,000 years, will be the loss of, of civilians. Right. That's the... In World War II, were we not supposed to burn and and bomb German installations because a farmer 200 yards away might have died? That's horrible, but that's what had to be done. Right. And and I I, I think Omar, there's not a there's not a conflict she could approve of, unless maybe it's just a conflict where the world turns against the United States. Let's hope that doesn't happen soon. Betty McCollum of St. Paul called for an immediate ceasefire on all sides. Oh, there you go, hon. Good job. McCollum has been critical of Israeli government policies in the past, but said that Hamas attacks were clearly intended to annihilate Israel. Those crimes cross a red line and must be unequivocally condemned as they are clear violations of international human rights law, McCollum said. Obama and eight other Democrats opposed the measure along with one Republican. Do you think um, when Hamas is making their strategy, they said, hey, guys, um, there's a gal in St. Paul. She wants a ceasefire. Should we just call it a day? Yeah, I guess so. If she wants, you <laughs> call for it. I, I mean, guess what so. an empty statement that is. Ilhan, Hamas is the governing body of Gaza. She knows this, Joe. It's who the people voted for. She's not an idiot. She knows what she's doing. And this is the soft sell she's giving us. This is the the real gentle sell that she's providing us with. She knows she has evil in her heart. She knows exactly what's going on, and she knows her role in this. You know what's become blurred? Soft sell, tainted love. Moral clarity has just yeah. become there, blurred. There isn't any. There, there's no the world. Thing. Yeah, there's no such thing anymore. The uh, the head of the UN, Guterres is adamantly defending Hamas. The UN has never kept peace anywhere in the world. I despise the organization. I despise them setting up in plush conditions in my country. I want them gone. They've never accomplished anything. They're frauds, and they have no moral clarity. You know who agrees with you on that? A lot of people don't like the UN. Yep. A lot of people like hate, take time to fight. Time limit, by the way. A lot of bullets. Go Here's your latest Ilhan Omar report on Garage Logic. Time read what Guterres said. This is the head of the UN, hmm. this supposed global peace loving institution. Right. Bunch of phonies. They have no moral or ethical clarity whatsoever. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people don't like the A lot of U.N. people don't like people. (laughs) It seems to me that the U.N. does the opposite of what their mission is. Yeah, you're right. Say, I got a note that writes, uh, 
waiting for the funeral home to meet us at my dad's memory care unit left me anxious and unsure of what was to come next. I was so pleasantly surprised to feel instantly at ease with this next step when we met the staff from Mueller Mortuary. They reassured us. They helped us make last-minute decisions regarding my dad. We met with Jordan and Nicole the next day to begin the planning process. They patiently worked with us to determine our budget and make choices. Their support continued through the funeral, helping us navigate through all that needed to be done in the wake of our father's death. We appreciate the professionalism and the kind way in which we were treated. In which we were treated, they made the process smooth so that we didn't need to worry about any details the day of the funeral. And their attention to detail was top notch. I can't recommend them enough. I've known the Mueller family all my life. They're now in the third generation of helping people celebrate lives well lived. Uh, they've taken care of both my mother and father, and Mueller helps you take care of the difficult details so you can spend time with your family. I've known Scott Mueller all my life. He's the current head of the Mueller Mortuary, and as I've said, I've grown up next door to them. I've known the family all my life. They uh, they are special people, and they will treat your loved ones in special ways. Uh, and they've been doing this for more than 75 years. Find out more at MuellerMemorial.com. You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times. And that's why you need the best and also somebody that you can trust. And that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts. And he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. I don't think he's sorry. Hi, everybody. It's John, and I'm here to tell you eating is better with factors. Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. They're fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted dietitian approved and they'll only take you two minutes to get ready factor gives you lots of options to choose from including calorie smart protein plus and lots more they're great options for the entire day whatever meal you're having or just midday bites to keep you fueled up whatever your schedule is factors meals are flexible to fit what you've got going on no prep no mess premium food options no cooking required Plus, you can get as much or as little as you need choosing your own meals every week. Pause and reschedule your deliveries anytime. It's less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to taste great and supply you with the nutrition you need. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 and use code garagelogic50 to get 50% off. That's code garagelogic50 at factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 to get 50% off. Does advertising on Garage Logic work? Listen to what Pete Arnold from HirePro has to say. My results advertising with Garage Logic have been absolutely outstanding. Jellers understand my business and what we do and how Joe vets anyone that advertises on here. That level of validation and trust has helped me with a 6 to 1 ROI for my commercial spend. This group is amazing, and using Garage Logic for your company's advertising will generate results. If you'd like to get results for your business, visit garagelogic.com and enter keyword partner. 
That's garagelogic.com, keyword partner. I don't think you are. I'm a little bit sorry. I don't think so. (laughs) Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Jamon. Looking at the calendar, so it's Thursday today? Yes, sir. You have today, tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, the rest of October, business hours, Maple Grove Lock and Safe, to take advantage of that 20% off sale on all in-stock safes at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Rich is making room for the new stuff coming in. And just to give you a little bit more of an incentive, Rich is going to install Whatever accessory you pick up, he's going to is, is install that accessory for free. Now, when it comes to our valuables, our goods, our wheat pennies, and everything else, uh, a safe, a Liberty safe from Maple Grove Lock and Safe, that's the best combination here in the Midwest. And you got to get in and talk to Rich. He knows everything there is to know. He's been at it for over 30 years, and Liberty has a brand-new policy regarding access codes that I think you're going to like. So if you were one of those people up in arms here a month or a month or two ago, uh, don't worry. Uh, your 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 uh, sensitive nature will be consoled, and you'll be happy with the new policy. Uh, but what should really make you happy? Twenty percent off in any in stock Liberty Safe the rest of October, sixty nine zero one East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove, and oh, of course, the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. I found the document I was looking for. Mike Johnson has served less time in Congress than any other speaker since John G. Carlisle was elected December 3, 1883. Carlisle had served 6.75 years. Johnson is at 6.81 years. So he's a very, uh, very much a rookie. May I? Yes. This is something that we've talked about. I don't know if you're in agreement, but I know Chris and I have mentioned this in the past. We need less old duffers in Congress, and we need more young blood. So his length of service is not a concern um, as much as some of the other stuff he stands for. But Uh, the age thing doesn't, and the length of service doesn't bother me at all. Fine. Very good. And did we mention yesterday the judge who sprung the feeding our future scammer to go back to Africa to sell his resort? I brought it up towards the tail end during a break, only for the town council to hear. Uh, a man convicted. <laughs> it's just, we're such a comedy the first, show. The first three words of the story, a man convicted. In the sprawling feeding our future scandal was granted permission yesterday to travel abroad next month <laughs> so he can sell properties in Kenya right. to pay restitution. Uh, hold up. Hold on wait, now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So I'll be right back. Check this out. What you're telling <laughs> yeah. me is we're letting the guy go back yep. to sell resorts that he bought with my money. Yep. To come back and pay me back. Hold my spot. I'll be right back. U.S. District Judge Nancy Brazel granted Liban Alishire's request to travel to Kenya for up to 30 days to sell his properties there, helping to cover the $712,084 in restitution he's agreed to pay the government. 
money that the Brooklyn Park man made by inflating the number of meals that he said he fed to children in need, which he did not do, nor did any of them. Now, Brazel was championed by Klobuchar, Amy, and was appointed by Trump to the district court. And she apparently is satisfied that this knucklehead's going to return. I, I guess, you know what they're probably promising him? You return and give us the 700 grand and you aren't even going to go to jail. So Would he, he goes over there and sells his stuff and co- his wife and kids are going to remain here. 700 uh, grand for a resort? Well, that's, no, th- that's where my question comes in. That's the restitution. It doesn't say anywhere in the story how much money he actually got. Right. He has so, been granted no more than 30 days for a trip to Kenya. He wanted 60 days. He's getting Stretch it out a little bit. You, it's a tight market. It's a tight market. And he market. must stay in contact with his attorney and return his passport within 24 hours of returning to Minnesota. Oh, well, okay. Uh He's one of the fakers that created the fake meal BS and claimed to be feeding hundreds of thousands of children. None of those feeding episodes were ever covered on the news. Nobody ever picked up on this, Hmm. including uh, 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 the Department of Education head, uh, Heidi Heidi something. Heather Heather Mueller. Heather Mueller, who managed to retire and not been heard from since. I I don't know what role Heather played. I'm not suggesting she played a criminal role. I'm just saying that 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 all happened under the uh, auspices of the Department of Education. And uh, old Tim, that was one of Tim's people. And she just retired with her fabulous pension and whatever. Well, and anyway. Joe, 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 Joe. Alice Shire is not a flight risk. There's only a 3% chance of him taking flight. He, he, um, he said he was guilty right away. Right. And he wants to cooperate with Plus, authorities. I heard he made a pinky promise that he was going to come yes. back. And you can't and break a pinky promise. He's only going to get maximum value for his property if he goes over there and sells them himself. Because, because he has knowledge of the market. Oh, he's a yeah, market yeah. expert, yeah. Joe. I have a question. I bet Mary Moriality approves of this. In terms well, of real she's estate. She's not involved. No, I know. Yeah. I bet she's she probably does. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. 2023, the last time I checked. There you, you are. You can you can sell you can buy and sell property. You can do that online. I was thinking the same thing. You know, I you, know a guy that does this. He's the, a face to face guy. You can't you can't get on a site over there and say, "Hey, sell the property." <laughs> Whatever the Kenyan version here. of Zillow is. Yeah. I know a guy that lays next to a pool in Maui and does it all winter, every winter. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you aren't doing it, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, you have to follow Bill Glon yeah. on Twitter for stories just. Like and he's center of the American experiment. He, he retweeted the Star Tribune article and just said, and that, my friends, was the last we ever saw of him. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's zero. Ch- and he also had a great one about the, the food banks. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's a shortage, and they said, well, man, if we only had $500 million, we hadn't blown on. Now, if this was on the boards in Vegas, there'd be uh, oh. I'd be tempted to take the odds that he comes back just in case because I'm thinking a $10 bet's going to get me 10 grand. Well, what Ooh. it's all going to hinge, I would imagine, on the loyalty to his family. Exactly. If the wife and children are here, he's either figuring out a scam to uh, get them over there. He gone. Or he gone. 
<laughs> Buddy, have you ever Daddy heard, loves Joe? you very, very right. much. Joe, <laughs> have, you, uh, have you ever heard the phrase, I'd leave my family on Christmas morning? I have heard that phrase. <laughs> okay, then. All right. <laughs> Daddy cries because he stole food money. I can't right. see you again. Right. <laughs> I will think about all of you every day. A third defendant, Kadar Adan, was granted approval in September by Judge Tony Lewin to leave Minnesota for seven weeks to travel to Turkey, Ethiopia, and Dubai for business. Huh. What the hell? What? What? (laughs) Wait, could this be a late entrant for Turkey of the Year? Of course, it's all kind of encapsulated in one story, isn't it? So many tentacles. I, I, uh, they, they do cite a three percent chance of failure to appear. Yeah, three. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So, so he, the kid, the, he has two children, and the missus. They're gonna be here, and boy, oh. won't she be upset if he doesn't come back? Oh. <laughs> he probably has a girlfriend in Kenya. Kenya. Well, anyway, that's. Uh, uh, you know, you ever get the feeling there's. <laughs> There's something going on out there we don't know anything about. <laughs> yeah. We just need to learn which laws we can break. Well, you know, Kenny, I'm on almost on that same wavelength. I was just thinking that there's got to be a lot of people who are thinking a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. There's got to be a lot of people thinking, you know what? Crime's not a bad bet. I mean, yeah. we don't get punished anymore. No, there's, of, think there's, Joe, there's people sitting in prison right now going, oh, damn. I really screwed up. Yeah, I should have. I took it too far. Man, my yeah. timing was One off. Step too what far. was I doing robbing a bank with a gun? I should have done this. Even yeah. oh more God. so, Joe. Instead of that, how about, a, you know, like a rule book that someone could come up with? Yeah. I don't know what that would be. I, 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 I've been begging him for well, how you many know years what? now. You Chris, can... this would be a part of my university class oh, where I'm yes. going to teach how to be a, a drug mule, yes. how to transport. Yeah, <laughs> I think this could be a class at my university. No, no, no. you got a pinky promise you're going to sell the resort and then come back. What do you think Mary would do with the 40-year-old guy in Lewiston, Maine? Cut a plea deal? No. Because he's white and he's, he's 40. He's so white he, and he's 40. Probably, she right. probably would. His brain has been developed yeah. in her mind. Yeah. She'd throw a third of the book at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. Well, Judge Brazel, you must know far more than we do. Uh, this guy stole a lot of money, but he claimed $2.4 million in child nutrition funds. And he's only going back there to recover 700 Just, grand. I, I gotta, I, it's a drop in the bucket, <laughs> so I know. So where's the other 1.3? Uh, Down the drain. Holy Oh, mackerel. so you did find a total. Laban Olishire pleaded guilty in January to wire fraud and money laundering, admitting he fraudulently claimed $2.4 million in federal oh. child nutrition program funds. Okay. The right. 43-year-old Olshire's companies falsely claimed to serve meals to as many as 2,700 kids a day. And nobody, Tim, in your administration ever wondered about that. That's amazing. As I've said, if that was actually happening, that would have been on the news every night. Right. Kids would have been around the block for miles to get fed. No one ever raised an eyebrow in Tim's administration. What's that line for around the corner over there every day? Beating Prosecutors the kids. say Olishire purchased a truck, a boat, and a trailer 
as well as a five-bedroom apartment and a resort on the Indian Ocean in Kenya. So it's the resort that ostensibly he's going back to sell to get seven hundred and forty grand to return to the government. Where's mm-hmm. the rest of the money? There's no mention of that. None. Uh, Spent it on the food. That's the cost of doing business. Well, and <clears throat> with everybody else that's involved, are they going to get the same deal? As we, as we move along here. Federal prosecutors oppose this, saying Olishire has a motive to flee. Really? Besides, <laughs> facing four, okay, besides facing 41 to 51 months in prison for his role in this scheme, prosecutors maintain that Alishire owns multiple properties in Kenya and has a six-year-old daughter in nearby Uganda. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait a minute then. Mm-hmm. If he's got another family over there, what compels him to return to this family? Which wife do you want to go back to? What What happened when uh, when the guy came out of the tunnel in uh, in South America? Wasn't the wife and the mistress waiting in for Chile, him? Yeah. Pedro. In Chile, yeah, Chile, Pedro. Pedro. He turn around and, and go the, right back and, in. And Pedro said, "Well, wait a minute." Uno momento, por favor. Uno. No, that's true, isn't it? Yes. The wife yeah. and the yeah. mistress were waiting. Well, we had true. him. We had the exclusive we interview talked to Pedro, here on Garage Logic. He's the one that he put you on hold all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He requested oh, that you Request. hold. Yeah. Good to hold, please. Despite opposition. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the best part about that interview, though, was the fact that the mayor had to point out, hey, uh, Pedro, and Pedro was the interpreter. We should yeah, clarify. Pedro, Pedro was, yeah, was the interpreter. Right. Yeah. Where Joe had to mention, hey, Pedro, I'm hearing you ask him a question. I'm not hearing him answer you back. <laughs> well, and the guy replied with, he doesn't speak English. Right. You know, like to call him you out, say, are you dumb? He doesn't speak English. Yeah. You know who the real schmuck is? This food fraud thing. There's so many. Yeah, Canada. take your pick. No, it's it's me. Yeah, it's us. us. Yeah, it's us. I'm still making payments on a truck uh, that was manufactured in 2016 that has 149,000 miles on it. I'm making payments on that. This guy buys a brand new one with cash. What good is it to us have been native-born citizens? Really, what benefits are we getting? Really, what happened so to the American that's a dream, great Joe? Point. If we moved to Uganda, could we dream up a scheme where we could, you know, food fraud them out of two hundred and fifty mil? Well, they don't have any money. That's true. You know, you got to go. It's like robbing banks. You got to go where the money is. That's true. Right. Despite opposition from the feds, the U.S. Probation and Pretrial Services Office supports the one-month trip with full details provided beforehand and the return of Olishire's passport within 24 hours of his return. That doesn't seem like much of a demand to me. Hey, pal, we're letting you go. But when you get back, we want that passport of yours within 24 hours. He's going, okay. Oh, yeah. No, you know what it is. Okay. Right here. You can go, but you're on double secret probation. Double secret probation. (laughs) And I bet Judge Brazel... Strongly instructed oh, him to, heavens, main con- yes. to maintain contact. <laughs> don't with think I won't. <laughs> <laughs> you better be back here. Don't think I will. Oh, I can't it's a hell get of a past, time we live in, isn't it? It's I just can't, wonderful. I can't get past the the Donald and Amy together behind this judge. Oh, I that did is, some quick homework. That is weird to me. She had been appointed by Dayton to one level of judgeship and then to uh, move her up the ladder to the district. Judge uh, Amy championed her and uh, Trump uh, 
uh, nominated or appointed her. Huh. I don't okay. think there's any connection <clears throat> worth pursuing. Must, must have been an off day for the Donald. You've seen the uh, you've seen the forecast uh, at EcoFund Motorsports. They not only have the snowmobiles in stock, Yamaha sleds, but they've got great snowplow and snowblower equipment uh, deals that are on right now. ATVs with plows and two stage snowblowers and you name it, side by sides. ATVs comes with all the mounting plates and hardware. Uh-huh. I, I, this is new to me. EcoFund is so thorough. They're even covering all of your winter exercises and this is the kind of equipment that would make it all fun not to mention the electric bike capital of the world the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures exotic motorcycles uh service and apparel great pickup and delivery service come on tim pick me up i gotta call him uh ecofun motorsports they've been with us uh, since the beginning they cover outdoor recreation the way uh, well, the best in the best in the area, especially with that youth stuff, and uh, uh, they're in Forest Lake, the new store that opened last summer, right on ninety seven west of thirty five, and they're down in Burnsville on the service road of life, near uh, uh, County Road forty two. County Road forty two, and electric bikes are on sale now. The fall sale is still happening, and. Uh, and they're taking reservations for that winter storage arrangement where they pick up your ride, take care of it all winter, and get it back to you in the spring. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Welter Heating is your champion this winter. You're going to call them. I'm going to give you the phone number in just a minute, but I'm going to give you a little history. Actually, it's not a little history. It's a lot of history. The Welter family has four generations in on air conditioning, heating, air purification, and the like. I, My experience, my personal experience with Welter was bing, bang, boom. I had a, uh, a piece of equipment changed out in absolutely no time. And you know what? I talked to Rick, and we set up a plan. The guys came out. They did it. They hauled the old thing away. And you know what? It is not making a whistle. I want to tell you what Did a great you get experience. New furnace, uh, water heater, water heater. Yeah. And if you're uh, if if you have questions, maybe your water heater's going. How's that go? Because okay. that's that's. That's what you want to listen for. And if you go to welterheating.com, there's a Q&A where they can tell you what's wrong with your uh, air conditioning unit, your heating unit, whatever the case may be. I need you to know they have 100 years of experience. That's all I want to tell you. Rick says, just get the name right, get the number right. We love Garage Logic. Well, they are Garage Logic. They're common sense. Welterheating.com at 612-825-6867. A human being will answer the phone and put you in the right spot. Welterheating.com. The end of the world's missing. What? Double click. You cannot stop him. You just make a move. Joe Suchere. Uh Hofferman Water. I got a great email from Gary. He and his wife decided to make the switch and had the brand new Connecticut system installed. Thank you very much, Gary. Uh, they said Jim came out, gave us our free water analysis, and we were sold. 952-894-4040. Do exactly what Gary did. Have them come out, give you that free water analysis, and see if you might be in the market for a new 
Kinetical Water Treatment System. I've been a customer for years. It's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water, and it will do the same for you. 952-894-4040. You can also visit their website, HoffermanWater.com. They have been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please do me a favor. Call them today and mention that you heard it here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. This news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Before we get to local news, let's catch up on what's happening in Lewiston, Maine, where there was that mass shooting last night. As of this morning, Maine Governor Janet Mills says at least 18 people were killed and 13 others injured in the shootings. The suspect, Robert Card, is still at large. He's been on the run for hours, according to law enforcement, and now he has also been charged with eight counts of murder. The shooting unfolded in multiple locations, including a bowling alley where a teen league was taken place and at a local bar. Seven people killed at the spare time recreation bowling alley, one female and six males, according to authorities. Eight people shot and killed at Chmengi's Bar and Grill, seven males inside, one male outside. Three people died at a hospital, according to police. The suspect, a longtime member of the Army Reserve with no combat deployments, according to the Army. The Sergeant First Class Card is a petroleum supply specialist who enlisted in December 2002. Card's awards include the Army Achievement Medal, Army Reserve Component Achievement Medal, Humanitarian Service Medal, National Defense Service Medal, and Army Service Ribbon. A bulletin put out by the Maine Information and Analysis Center, a database for law enforcement officials, said Card had recently reported mental health issues to include hearing voices and threats to shoot up the National Guard base in Saco, Maine. If encountered, authorities say he should not be confronted and is described as armed and dangerous. And uh, in the last half hour or so, the Daily Mail, which it's always hard to uh, determine, I guess, accuracy or or something from the Daily Mail. But they're reporting, and nobody else is reporting this that I can find, that apparently he bought a 2019 Sea-Doo jet ski in June, and they're afraid he may have used the watercraft to flee investigators. Maine State Police aircraft searching over a small area of a nearby river in the early hours today. They also said, and I don't know where they got this, but a blue Chevy Suburban with a Maine registration plate 6625ZD believed to be carrying card crossed into Massachusetts at 801 this morning. Hmm. Uh, for what it's worth, that's they're the only ones reporting this, so I don't know uh, what uh, what exactly. The, the mail will print whatever you put on the teleprompter. Right. Well, it, it could be in this case. Well, jet sure. ski. Jet ski's made by Kawasaki, not uh, Sea-Doo. Anyway. Okay. FYI. Okay. FYI. You're FYIing the Daily Mail, I guess, because I don't have a clue. <laughs> In other news, local news, Governor Tim Walz joining state and local leaders today to break ground on a new state emergency ops center. Members of the Department of Public Safety, Homeland Security, and Emergency Management, the Blaine Police Department, and Anoka County joining Walls to break ground on the state emergency ops center in Blaine on Pheasant Ridge Drive Northeast. The goal, according to a representative for the governor of the $41 million project, is to strengthen Minnesota's ability to effectively prepare for, respond to, and recover from emergencies and disasters. Well, doesn't it all hinge on him calling the National Guard when the city is burning to the ground? Huh? Yes, it does. Hello? Huh? Yes, it does. Okay, yep. thank you. All right. 
Minneapolis Police Department is on track to exceed its budget for officer overtime and providing support staff for events by roughly $5 million bucks. That according to a budget presentation led by Police Chief Brian O'Hara before the City Council. Chief O'Hara, anticipating the department will be in the same position at the end of next year, recommended an additional $5 million to the overtime and support staff budget for 2024. Ward 4 City Council member and Public Health and Safety Committee Chair Latricia Vitao reacting, expected said she expects it will cause some sticker shock among among residents. She said, I think there's going to be some pushback about the amount, but the reality is that's where we are in Minneapolis. We're paying to have officers on the street. Minnesota Nurse Association says its members are holding informational pickets today to address their concerns over what they say are Alina Health's plans to close services and cut staff. Pickets are happening in front of Abbott Northwestern, Mercy, and United Hospitals. The organization adds this isn't a work stoppage and hospital ops won't be affected. In addition, nurses won't be walking off the job to take part. Minneapolis Downtown Council has picked Adam Dwinink a former Metropolitan Council chair and a top lobbyist for Union Carpenters, to be its next president and CEO. Dunnick, who currently serves as director of government affairs for the North Central States Regional Council of Carpenters, will step into the role when MDC president and CEO Steve Kramer retires in December. Dunnick has a background in urban planning and transportation, faces challenges of bringing day-to-day foot traffic back to downtown Minneapolis, which still has yet to fully rebound from the COVID-19 pandemic. According to recent data from the MDC, downtown office buildings are at 65% occupancy, and two of the city's largest employers, Target and Hennepin County, have shown reluctance to bring their staff back to the office full-time. They do point out the summer showed the city has a capacity to draw hundreds of thousands, but it must be for marquee events only. More than half a million people descended on the city in June for the joint extravaganza of Twin Cities Pride Festival and back-to-back shows at U.S. Bank Stadium for Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. A week later, a rebooted taste of Minnesota brought 60,000 visitors on day one. In Minneapolis, according to Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Journal, Downtown visits are 56% of their 2019 levels. The national average is 74%. Only two markets are having a lower recovery rate than Minneapolis. St. Louis, 53%, and Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, 54%. That's amazing. And I wonder, because I read that this morning as well, I wondered what percentage of that, is 56%, is that what you said, is due to... Viking games, twins games. You know, you know what I'm saying. If they didn't have that, wh- what other reason would anybody have to go downtown? Fewer people in offices reduces the value of an office building too. Then that reduces its tax value and yep. puts more pressure on other taxpayers. The city has been doomed to failure under the Mysterians, and that's true all over the country. The closest you get to the country's tallest buildings. Amen. Amen. One other uh, big event coming to Minnesota, a concert announcement this morning. A Grammy Award winning Chris Stapleton is coming to Minneapolis to perform at U.S. Bank Stadium. The 15-time CMA Award recipient set to perform April 6, 2024. Uh, a couple of good special guests, too, Lainey Wilson and Marcus King, young guitarist and singer who's very, very good. Stapleton announced he'll release his new album, Higher, on November 10th. He's already uh, put out three tracks from it. If you'd like to get tickets for this, they go on sale 
until Friday, November 3rd, so next Friday at 10 a.m. through That's Stapleton's. Mine and Dylan's birthday. I have a question. I was there oh, yes, for yeah. Stapleton and George Strait. Mm-hmm. Is he going to sell that out? Yeah, I think so with Lady Wilson and Marcus King. Didn't probably. you just see yeah. Stapleton up north, John? Who, me? Yeah. No, Jason Isbell. Oh, Isabel, that's right. right. Not Isabel, Isbell. Isbell, okay. No A. Okay. Okay. Isbell ringing. (laughs) Yeah. There's none better, by the way, than Jason Isbell. All right. Thank you, Mr. FYI. We'll let it it go with that and take a break, and uh, we'll hear from the Rookster. Thank you, Johnny Cake Ridge Road. Uh, That's not his name. That's the greatest street of all time. (laughs) Johnny Cake Ridge Road in Egan. Uh, I will tell you this, uh, Minnesota Masonic Charities is a fantastic outfit, and you may not know this about them, but they would prefer to be known for the Masonic Children's Hospital, not the funny handshakes and all the other stuff, the Masonic Cancer Center, the Masonic Institute for the Developing Brain, that sounds interesting, caring for the elders at the Masonic Home in Bloomington, it's a wonderful campus, you should stop down and see it, plus millions of dollars given away in scholarships for Minnesota students, plus, this is a really good one, this is touching, Unlocking communication for thousands of Minnesota children struggling to find their voice. So it's not just the funny hats, the handshakes, the private meetings. They're open about everything, and that's why you can benefit yourself by learning a lot about them at mnmasoniccharities.org, mnmasoniccharities.org. So all you got to do is visit the website. Oh, and you want the, uh, the famous list of a couple? Denton T. Cy Young was a Freemason. Uh, Brigham Young was one. Robert Waldlow from Alton, Illinois. The tallest man. And Hans Wagner was also a Freemason. If you'd like to learn more, go to mnmasoniccharities.org. Scoonie's on the phone. It's Positive Thursday here at Garage Logic, sponsored by Schoonover Body Works and, and Auto Care in Shoreview 1060. County Road E. Anything you need related to auto care can be had at Schoonovers. Let me tell you a little story, Mike. One time, about 5.30 in the morning, I'm parking my truck in the woods, getting ready to go hunting. Bam! I back right into an oak tree. Uh, bent the bumper up. Drove the truck back home, hooked up to the tractor and loader with a chain, a log chain, lifted the bumper up, got out the biggest persuader I could find, hammered the top of the bumper That thing popped back into place. You couldn't tell one little bit that it was bent. I think that qualifies me to be a body man at Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care. All that will get you, Kenny, is uh, the lead tech at Kenny's Backyard Body Shop. (laughs) Let me tell you something. It was as hillbilly as it comes, and I was so surprised it worked. But those days are long gone. We can't get away with that crap anymore. I'm glad you didn't tell me that you hang I mean, you hooked it up to a chain and wrapped it around a a big old oak tree and then uh put her in drive and let her roll. <laughs> that might have worked too. Uh, you know, hillbilly ingenuity, Mike. But yeah, uh, hillbilly ingenuity, it doesn't work anymore with all the sensors. No, it doesn't. Well, in in you know, you backed up into a tree, so you know, today's technology would not allow you to do that, but Oh, right. Uh, but we, uh, we, we, I don't know, for some odd reason, we have more tech into cars right now and more collision avoidance uh, into cars right now 
and yet we are busier than I can ever remember. <laughs> what, what is the irony there? We keep the crashing is actually worse, and the technology is better. What is that? Uh, you know what? I think it, I think uh, I think people blow it off. I, you know, you hear the beeping so much that you just go, "Well, you know, I'm not, not quite there yet," and then bam. Or people turn it off, or or just there's too many things going on. But uh, you know what? Yeah. You're absolutely right. My buddy just got a twenty four uh, twenty twenty three pickup truck, and it's got one of these uh, camera options where you can see the whole truck and what he's towing from up above. But there's no camera up there. But then it's got all these other features. You know, bells and whistles are going off, and I ask, "What's that?" And he goes, "I don't know." Well, what's that? I don't know. Can you turn that off? No, nope, I have no idea. Most people seems like they don't even know how to use the technology that's in the cars. Well, it's quite the conundrum, Kenny, because because we put this tech in there and we're we're supposedly supposedly to be you know uh, see more or whatever. You know, the backup cameras I got to say work tremendously well because you can see everything that's behind you when you look at the camera. But what it doesn't do, or what it fails for us to do, is for us to turn our heads and actually. You know, look when we're uh, when we're going to change lanes. Uh, we rely too much on the cameras or the mirror. You know, the the, the fake cameras yeah. and the mirrors, and we yeah. don't we don't go old school. So you know, we get ourselves into trouble. So, uh, but you know, today, Kenny, we're it's ironic. Uh, today we are we are uh, going to get some new equipment in to help us. Um, recognize that or calibrate and analyze and fix all that stuff on those cars because the stuff we have right now is four or five years old and out of date so we need to get new technology here to be able to uh take care of all these cameras that still make people run into each other and this will um keep the car in-house so you don't have to go to dealers or whatever to have all this stuff recalibrated once it's been fixed right yeah, I, I, you know, we can manage the timing of it. We can manage the quality of it. Um, obviously, we can manage the the cost of it as well. Um, and that just helps with the productivity and, and try to keep everything under one roof so we can deliver these cars better and faster to, uh, you know, to our customers. Who gets to use this equipment, this new stuff? Is there a hue and cry, um, everybody clamoring to be the first one to use the brand new equipment? Well, let me introduce you to Fuji. Fuji has uh, is, uh, been with us for three, four weeks. Fuji was an engine builder, but he had to retire because he got tendonitis and was not able to wrench anymore. And uh, yet he wanted to stay in the automotive world. And he is our, uh, he is our ADOS technician. So I figured a guy that can uh, pull engines apart and put them together and bore them and do all those fancy things uh would probably make a great ADOS tech. So he's uh he's he's with us. He's Fuji's Fuji's at the helm right now. And plus he's a famous one name person. You, you always love somebody with just one name. That's awesome. Welcome aboard, yeah. Fuji. Yeah. And it's good to that have. gives GLers a good reason to stick with Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care in Shoreview. Anything you need related to those wheels. If it's a car, a truck, whatever, you can find it right there at Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care, the official body shop of Garage Logic. Always rated one of the top shops in the metro, SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. One, two, one. Flashlight, check. Tool belt, check. Add See, one of the benefits check. of joining He's the town in. council. What Joe the hell? 
Jeez. What? Jesus. What? what? You just left the liner. for the yeah. liner to stop. Did you not hear that? You were talking over the liner, Joe. Okay. Uh, I, I knew that. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, they're going to be okay. One of the benefits. Okay, so now whenever you start talking, I'm going to talk, okay? What? <laughs> you know. One of the benefits of joining the town council <laughs> would be that you could attend the town council meeting November 15th. At the Tattersall Brewery in That's River right. Falls, Wisconsin. They have a really neat theater setting there. And we're going to have an actual town council meeting. I'm going to have the gavel as the mayor and the, and the whole deal. It's going to be a regular Are you going to bring meeting. that puny little tiny child's gavel, or am I going to have to bring the real gavel? <laughs> well, I, have a, I have a regular gavel. I have a yeah, nice it's, gavel. It's kind of on the small side. Right. A lot I, of people like my I'd, gavel. I'd be embarrassed to whip that thing out in public. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, go to the website. You have to RSVP to attend. First, if you haven't done so, you have to sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council. Yeah. And then, if you are a Garage Logic Town Council member, you must RSVP at garagelogic.com. Right. And there's deals on spirits there. You can, you know, mm-hmm. shop for the holidays and bring home uh, spirits. And Festivities begin at 5 p.m. with the podcast beginning at 6 o'clock. And it's over at 7. Oh, yeah. You'll make sure of that? Yeah. Absolutely. It's a one-hour town council meeting. That's right. Yeah. Here's Johnny again. Thanks, Joe. Uh, just to uh, wrap up a couple things we already chatted about after we uh, we heard yesterday at the end of the show, three weeks without a speaker, the House voting to elect Representative Mike Johnson of Louisiana. Uh, Johnson, the Trump ally, going so far as seeking to invalidate electoral college votes for multiple states in the 2020 election. Wall Street Journal reporting he made his name as what they are calling a culture warrior. Uh, The House of Representatives, uh, after the first action they took yesterday, was passing a resolution in support of Israel by an overwhelming 412-10-6 margin. Over a dozen progressive Democrats and one Republican voted nay or present. It was the first action taken after Johnson uh, became Speaker of the House. Among those voting, as we uh, pointed out against it, Minnesota's own Representative Ilhan Omar. U.S. economy grew even faster than expected in the third quarter, buoyed by strong consumers spending in spite of higher interest rates, ongoing inflation pressures, and a variety of other domestic and global headwinds. Gross domestic product, the measure of all goods and services produced in the U.S., rose at a seasonally adjusted 4.9% annualized pace in the July through September period. That's up from an unrevised 2.1% pace in the second quarter. The increase came due to contributions from consumer spending, increased inventories, exports, residential investment, and government spending. Representative Jamal Bowman has now been criminally charged for pulling that fire alarm during a House vote that would have avoided a government shutdown. The New York Democrat called allegations it was deliberate, complete BS. Claimed he thought he was opening a door. There's video of it. Uh, He's a liar. How can he dispute it? Yeah. It wasn't me pulling that thing he says he'll pay a $1,000 fine and issue a formal apology to Capitol Police to have the charges dropped. He said, I'm responsible for activating a fire alarm. I will be paying the fine and look forward to these charges being ultimately dropped. Capitol Police have concluded their investigation. The incident came as Democrats were trying to delay a vote on a bill to extend the government funding deadline and avert a government shutdown. Uh, as uh, Chris said, uh, there is video yeah. of Bowman pulling. The, uh, uh, he's a liar. He's yeah, lying. It doesn't look anything like a door, by the way. He no. says he thought he was opening a door. No. Yeah. 
<laughs> he would have been junk. seriously. He would have been better off saying, "I thought I saw a fire." Yeah. Right? right? That would have been much exactly. more believable yeah, than, I thought go. it was a door. I smelled sense. smoke. Yeah. You know what? I was worried for my constituents. No, instead he just lies. Right. Thought well, it was that a would have been a lie, too, but a lie that would have made more sense. More, more believable. believable. A believable right. lie. Right. Right. Believable oh, lie. There you I, go. I hate to throw water on the fun, but what the hell are we doing here in this country, <laughs> allowing this bullshit to go on and on know. and on on? It's just, we're... I mean, this is, comp- this is an episode of laughing. Yep. I mean, it's complete. <laughs> right. It's complete nonsense, and these people are ruling over us. None of them are working for us. They're all ruling over for us, and we sit here and laugh at it. What What are we doing? There, I got that out. About stupid. Was that laughing? It was. Yeah. Pretty funny. Artie, about Artie Johnson. Remember? I mean, I we should that? be outraged. We are, there. Kenny. But sometimes, uh, uh, John, continue. Thank you, Joe. Sorry. (laughs) Joe ended that sentence. (laughs) A New York judge yesterday fined Donald Trump $10,000 more for violating that gag order in his business fraud lawsuit, warned the former president penalties will only get worse if he keeps breaking the rules set for the civil trial in which he's accused of falsely inflating his property values. The dispute began during a break in the testimony Wednesday morning. Trump went out, spoke to reporters in the hallway and said that the judge is a very partisan judge with a person who's very partisan sitting alongside of him, perhaps even more partisan than he is. Learning of the comments, the judge summoned Trump to explain exactly what he meant. Engeren had issued a gag order October 3rd, barring the former president from disparaging court staffers. In the Middle East, the estimated number of Hamas-held captives killed in Gaza due to Israeli strikes, according to Hamas, is around 50. However, that has not been verified by anybody. The spokesperson didn't give any further details. The Hamas spokesperson, neither Reuters nor Jerusalem Post, both covering the story, have been able to verify those numbers. Numbers are in from the first year X, formerly known as Twitter, has been owned by Elon Musk, and they're not good. App downloads fell for the company about 38% globally between October 2022 and September 2023, according to Sensor Tower estimates. In the U.S., mobile app downloads fell 57% for X in the same time frame. Usage has also decreased with monthly active users falling 14.8% globally and almost 20% in the U.S. year over year. User churn or users who stopped using the app increased more than a third, almost 30% year-over-year as of September 2023. The ad business down 60%. That news coming from Musk in September. Actress Goldie Hawn's been known to be a bit out there on occasion, once in a while. Uh, Latest news, she claims an alien once touched her. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Actress appeared on Apple Fitness Audio Time to Kurt talk. Russell put on the old alien suit and, hey. No, he was in the closet with the video camera. Oh I got God. you. Behind He's the curtains. He's not cuckolded by an alien. alien. Not quite a podcast. Time to Walk features guest speakers talking about their lives and experiences. Well, uh, when she was on, Goldie claimed that rather being ambushed by Little Green Men, she had, in fact, asked them to visit her, and they did. The now 77-year-old star revealed the incident happened when she was in her 20s when she was living in California at a time when there were a lot of UFO sightings. She said, I went outside my door and I sat on the little ledge and I looked up at the dark sky and I saw all these stars and all I could think of was, are we the only planet in the whole wide universe that has life on it? She's a deep thinker. Yeah, really is. She said she called out 
to any aliens listening, saying she knows we're not alone and I would like to meet you one day. And just four months later, she says she was settling down for a nap in a friend's car while working <laughs> as a dancer. There you go. Uh, uh-huh. and, and heard a high frequency in her ear. She claims that she send, uh, then saw three triangular-shaped heads, silver in color with tiny little noses, no ears, and a slash for a mouth. Huh. <laughs> and the aliens. And then aliens came the unidentified flying object. Aliens were pointing at me, discussing me like I was a subject. She then said she was unable to move, but that the aliens, quote, touched me, and it felt like the finger of God. Wow. Just one? It was the most benevolent, loving feeling. Powerful, she said. It was filled with light. Wow. Uh-huh. Goldie yeah. says she never forgot the experience. Went on to speak to astrophysicists and research crop circles, claiming she once dreamed about aliens the next day when she woke up. There was a crop circle where she was staying. She didn't even live in a rural area, did right. she? Dun, dun, dun. That's fantastic. She must be really needing some... Publicity. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, she has 77. Been a while since she's done anything. Yeah. That's right. Been a while. What was that boat movie she did? Uh, no, I'm going to take the high road here. Uh, I'm the one with class on this <laughs> wow. show. Wow. I'm not going to mention okay. anything he about it. It's all about post World War II feminist right, art. Right. Yeah. Fingers be, I, still, I got to listen to that. I still hands and thumb. Well, Goldie, that's uh, fine. John, are you done? Sure. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Not okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to grill this weekend? You, you bet Michigan, your ass I am. You got You're a cold. Michigan State game Saturday. You got a Green Bay oh, game yeah. Sunday. Uh, how about a Bavarian Oktoberfest bratwurst? You know what? You know what Grunhofer's <gasps> does well? Wait. Comfort food. How about we like to do the beer brats? A Bavarian Oktoberfest brat boiled in Oktoberfest beer. Ooh. I bet that'd be damn good. How about Oktoberfest with Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats meets Bavarian Bratwurst? And you got to get the shells Oktoberfest because that one's the best. Tater Tot Hot Dish Bratwurst. Are you kidding me? This is comfort food. Uh, candy Corn Bratwurst. Eh, I'm not a candy corn guy, but I bet it tastes good in a bratwurst. Mm-hmm. Pre-made meals, too. Just call ahead. To, well, you don't even have to call ahead. Caramel have them Apple Bratwurst is what they're featuring like on Instagram. Sound. I like that sound. Okay. Uh, you want your own meal put together? You can get baked beans and ground beef hot dish, uh, barbecue bean cups, tater tosh hot dish. Tater tosh? Tater Tot hot dish. I was thinking of Peter Tosh. Right. Swedish meatballs, cold pork sprouts. Hey, let me tell you something. Bacon fireball bratwurst. That's I bet that's hotter than you know what. Apple pie moonshine. That's a bratwurst. How many flavors are we up to at Grunhofer's? It's infinity. Kenny, did you hear that? Fireball bratwurst. They're hiring, too. If you want to work at the world's greatest meat emporium, they're hiring at Grunhofer's for part-time work at both the Hugo store and the Forest Lake store. Can I send my 11, almost 12-year-old kid to work up there? That way I get the employee discount? Yes. Probably not. Okay. Probably not. There's probably some ordinance or something about that in the rules of the uh, Hugo City Council. Got it. They're in Hugo, just well, they're north of Hugo on Highway 61, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, and also in Forest Lake. On Highway 97, immediately east of 35, a new store opening soon, maybe around Christmas time, in the White Bear Lake area. And in the meantime, 
uh, visit Grunhoffers for this great, great comfort food that will overwhelm you the minute you enter the door. And not just brats, it's burgers, steaks, ham, bacon, chicken, fish, cheese, you name it. It's all available at Grunhoffers Old Fashioned Meats. 's grant's birthday so we need to wish grant a birthday Who's happy that? birthday grant produces Lori and Julia down the hall I don't know grant grant is the kid and I don't give a <laughs> that it's his birthday yeah why, why do I have to do that well no Rocco's is putting it, together is, something yeah. tell grant to kiss my big fat butt that's his birthday wish Grant, I, kiss uh, it. Hey, Grant, if I knew who you were, I'd wish you a happy birthday. Grant had you sign that really cool microphone. BFD. <laughs> Grant's, okay. Grant's a good, good fella. Grant's one of the nicest that's kids in the building. He really that's, is, and he's a that's huge why I don't fan like of the you, Grant. You're way <laughs> too nice. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. Now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Souchere. Well, Willard Anger notes that on the October 25 episode of Nova, that would have been yesterday, the narrator said over vast scales of time, the earth resets itself. Huh. Boom. He it said. hits the refresh button. He says, there you have it. It's a boom. Okay. It's your answer. Anytime we, you hear someone say the earth is dying, you just say No. No, where the earth goes on and it resets itself. Does Here. that include human life? I guess. Signed Willard Anger the, uh, with the weather. And Downing, uh, who has the pumpkin patch under the water tower in Highland Park. I got my pumpkin, by the way, over the did weekend. You? I did. What color? I'm, I know my pumpkins. <laughs> oh. Wait. I picked one out within five seconds of arrival. You, and he said, you're a man it? who knows his pumpkins. See? Wait, one pumpkin? Yeah, we only need one. He bought one <laughs> pumpkin. Yeah. Well, how many are you supposed to buy? Come on. You got about, you know, a bunch of grandkids and whatnot. You need a couple pumpkins. What's That's going just, on out there? I, I don't know. Don't mind that recording light. It's yeah. just, you know. <laughs> Downing notes. Hey, Pat, I am here Pat? for sports talk. Yes, Thursday edition. <laughs> are we doing that? Don't you lock the door? No. Downing notes, uh, we've often heard you ask, what's the temperature supposed to be? In the case of the rock carvings exposed by low water levels in Brazier, Brazil, did I say Brazier? Brazier. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a Freudian? You're thinking of Goldie yeah. Hawn. No, no he is a Brazilian. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was McKinnon. thinking of laughing. McKinnon. Yeah. Uh, we might ask, what's the water level supposed to be? If you ask the people who made those carvings millennia ago, they would say the water level is supposed to be where it is right now. They would say that if there were any so-called climate change, it was when the river rose to the level it was when they when first seen by European colonizers. They would say that now the river level has to return has returned to normal. Instead, the river is supposed to remain at the highest level. That's Eurocentric colonial thinking. Huh? See? Okay. I mean, how do you argue with that? I have a ruling. I believe that request. it resets itself. I have a ruling request. Joe and the boys. I'm asking for a ruling. Whatever is decided, I will comply. Hmm. I live in St. Paul in a corner house. My driveway is mine, and I don't share it with the alley. My garage faces the street. There is absolutely no reason at all for me to use the alley. 
Actually, I hate having an alley behind my garage due to theft into our cars and garage when the getaway car uh, is parked in the uh, dimly lit alley for a quick getaway that we can't view from our house. I received a letter this morning regarding plowing of the alley and re- uh, and requesting my share of the $500 plowing bill they have decided to hire. This leads me to question, am I responsible to pay for plowing an alley I don't use? I'm not trying to be uh, unneighborly. I have lived here almost 30 years, but I don't use it for anything. It's even worse in the winter because the plow driver usually pushes the excess snow into our driveway because he has nowhere else to move it, and then we're stuck snow blowing it along with our driveway. Our elderly neighbor's driveway, two blocks of sidewalk, we live a block from an elementary school, and residents don't shovel their sidewalk, so my husband does it so children aren't stuck walking in the snow and have elderly to the other side of us and our street yikes my husband and another neighbor plow our side street since the city doesn't get to it for two or three days after a snowfall sound familiar part of me says to be neighborly pay my share but the other part says i don't use it so why should i have to contribute again i am not trying to be rude but i can understand everyone that uses it should take care of it and we already plow out just about everyone around us so i feel we are being neighborly Uh, Because my husband is so generous with his early morning time before work snow blowing everybody out, including my business. I went with him a couple of years ago and purchased an Aaron's 28-inch Deluxe that can throw snow up to 50 feet. He didn't need to use the 48-hour rule on that purchase. So please, Joe, I know you used to run the alley plowing in your neighborhood, and I feel like you would be an expert as to what I should do. Much appreciated. Always pushing back usually with a child in my arms, Shelly, Gumption County daycare lady. Well, I am an expert, Shelly. I was an alley captain. You were. A role I enjoyed tremendously. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, well, two things. To say you never use the alley is not plausible. You you obviously use it. You just... No. Can you, can you not picture where she lives? Yes. Yeah, she faces a main street and the alley's behind her. Her garage is on the main street. Her yeah, her driveway faces the main street. Right, like mine so on the, Juno Avenue. So the alley runs right next to her garage and it. driveway. I get it. I get it. But How can you mean you to s- tell me when she isn't in another neighborhood, she didn't <clears throat> cut through the alley to go home? No, it's too I'm, full of snow. I I believe her, and, and I have. You go ahead with your ruling. Then I have a. Um, I, I want to make a compromise. Well, and the second thing she didn't note is what's her share of the five hundred. If it's 20, 30 bucks, what, you know, my ruling is uh, you got to pay it. My ruling is you are part of the process. You got to chip in. I know you're doing yeoman service with the other people and the kids and the elderly, but uh, that's that's your alley, even though you don't live on it. It's still your alley. I don't think we paid. Boy, that's a proclamation from on high from Dare Leader, isn't it? <laughs> uh, when Amo Fay. Who was lived on Juno? They would plow the alley, and when they came around every year, my mom said, "We don't use the alley," so I don't think we paid. Here's here's what happens in the winter. Like she said, the plow pushes up a hump. Yeah. That hump ends up on their driveway. I can and a lot of it. wait, 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 wait. Okay, a lot of people they leave that hump. A lot of people. And that means it's really difficult for vehicles to get into the alley because you can't cut it short, right? You have to get a straight run. 
My compromise with her would be you pay the fee, but you make it clear that no hump will be left on my driveway. You get rid of that hump. And I will pay the fee. I That's better, how I would. Okay, I got I a better compromise. idea. I got okay. a better idea. All right. She bills the neighbors a modest amount, and they'll clear the hump. Uh, that's gonna cause friction. Well, you can't bill your neighbors. There's already. Well, it sounds to me like she's stuck with the hump that she right. said her husband gets rid of. Yeah. A lot but of people like snow at the, ex- at the expense of his equipment and his time. When it and could see, be held. My, my take on it is if your share is 20 or 30 bucks, <laughs> that's a small price to pay for avoiding the Hatfield and the McCoys. Uh, 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 like being political. Yeah. It it's a, eases. If your share is, you know, a, a, a budgetary consideration, then I guess you have a case. But if your share is twenty or thirty bucks for the winner, what just it's like hush money. I think she should yeah. get something in return because I believe her when she said they don't use the alley and their garage doors don't face the alley. Um so if they want her to contribute, they're gonna have to give her something in return. Otherwise she's just throwing money away. Like her own personal alien. And all five fingers but no thumb. Well, then, uh, Shelly, uh, we haven't clarified anything for you. My, really my, no, no, we clarified it brilliantly. My idea is absolutely genius. May I ask you something? Are you no, the mayor? No, no, you may not ask me anything. No further, no further questions, Your Honor. Kenny has checked out. A lot of people like aliens, the probing, the spaceship. Uh only because they come to us all the way from Mirador, San Jose, Ecuador, on. from the Traveling Limans. Got him. On this day, Go. October 26th, in 1950, Edward Calvin Kendall and Philip Showalter Hench, Mayo Clinic doctors, and Taddeus Reichstein, a Swiss doctor, uh, developed... Cortisone. Wow. Huh. Isn't Reichstein a German heavy metal band? Reichstein. Rammstein. Oh. Yeah, that's Rammstein. I've seen them. I've Rost. heard them. On this day Ooh. in 1960. Oh. Ni- uh, 1026. What happened in sports? On this day in 1960. 1960. Joe covered his first Twins game at the <laughs> ripe old age of 40 years old. <laughs> I thought we were, we were we were not going to do that anymore. We didn't have pro sports in 1960. We did on this day in 1960. We, we were awarded a Viking friendship. Calvin Griffith decided to move the Washington Senators oh, to Minnesota, sure. where the team was renamed the Twins. Did they that move first 60? or the Vikings move first? Huh. The uh, Twins move first. Okay. The Vikings didn't move. They were an expansion team. That's true. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. It took them five years to get into a World Series. Is that correct? That's not uh, bad. That's not bad. It beats the current record. No, a lot of people like it, the it really took, it t- Specifically, though, it took more years because they were the Senators before that. They're the same team. Just change your name. The plundering. So. Jesus, John. God almighty. God. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, God. What the I, hell? John, no. I appreciate it as a ball guy. 
Thank you. Chris. Okay, smart boy. When were the Senators last no. in the World Series? I don't know, but I'll look it were up. Were they ever in the World Series? Yeah, well, they, they were, were in the 20s, weren't, weren't they, they as the reborn ones that became the Texas Rangers? Didn't that Senators bunch make a World Series? I do not think so. Oh, not not until not well, they did so. ten years ago or whatever. Yes, the Rangers in Texas have made a World thank, Series. Thank you. thank you. But not the new Washington Senators that replaced the departed Washington Senators. I don't think they ever made a World Series. So we're going back to when did 1924, the... 1924, it would appear. Wow. That's a long drought. Uh, Speaking of World Series, there's a very cool clip that surfaced this morning because today's the anniversary of the 91 championship. And they caught up with Tom Kelly saying, nope, I sat in the dugout. Watch the players celebrate. It's just Tom oh. Kelly is the epitome of cool. He was 30 then. Right. He's just 30. Cool. Was he only 30? Yeah. 30. Yeah. yeah. And how old was Andy McPhail? He acted 35? like he was 90. Right. Yes. But yes. he's just freaking cool. Yeah. I saw him play for the Twins. No. Yes. Come on. Yes. No, wait, wait, wait. No, yes. no. No. First base. He was, he was born in 50, so he would have been 37. Yeah, 37 is more like it. Um, no, no, he would have no, been 41 no, in 91. he would have been 41. <laughs> oh, Wait in 91. Minute. I'm talking the, about his first one. So the 87, yeah. he would have been 37 years old. Yeah. Well, the clip said he was, okay, maybe it said he was in his 30s. Okay. But he said he sat in the dugout and consoled some crying kids. Yeah, that's just. He he played for the Twins sporadically and briefly. Well, that's Ricey when he inducted him into the Twins Hall of Fame. Talked about the majestic home run he hit at Tiger Stadium, and then said, "Oh wait, no, that was Reggie Jackson. Sorry." <laughs> Tom Kelly hit the, uh, one home run professionally. Now, Andy McPhail was thirty-three, I believe. Yes, John. The Senators were also in the thirty-three World Series, but they lost that one. So twenty-four, they won, and thirty-three, they lost. Who would they beat in twenty-four? Oh, jeez, Joe, God. Yeah, 24, and, they defeated the New York Giants in 24, and they lost to the New York Giants in 33. I'll be darned. And, John, when did the Lakers leave? <laughs> 1959. <laughs> uh, Thank you, GLers. If you're waiting for me, I'm not looking it up. So. I know when they <laughs> yes. left. You'll look it up. I know you'll look it up. <laughs> they you go? won't be able to handle it. California. <laughs> oh, Los Angeles. <laughs> okay. A lot of lakes in Los Angeles. They, they literally didn't have a place to play here. They would play sometimes in Hamlin, sometimes in St. Paul, sometimes in Minneapolis. What about the yeah. Armory? They Pickle played Ryan. there. They played everywhere. They played Thank all you, over the places. That's <laughs> what about the Dome? Info. How come they never played at the Dome? The Dome was built after they left. I see. And you objected to that. Hey, how about those Timberwolves last night, fellas? <laughs> Hey, we got to get all the Friday stuff in today, right. too, Joe. Who's Wembanyama? The rookie for the San Antonio oh, Spurs. Wait a minute. Are we gone? We're not here I tomorrow. can't be here tomorrow. There will be a best of in tomorrow's have a place. funeral again. Be too many people my age are dying. A lot of is people. It, is it my funeral? A lot of people don't like Could death. Be. The finality. <laughs> Keep it up. Might be. <laughs>
All right. Uh, yeah. YouTube you subscribe. Horse when you do it too. He's a, he's got a lot of people like, horses. A lot of people like cold. That's it. Is time once again that we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy, Mister Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic, and now is the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Do exactly what I did and pick up that phone and dial nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. That number once again is nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. You call that number, you get Josh, and you will always get straight talk. You will never get sugar-coated advice, and Josh is with us once again here in Garage Logic. And boy, Josh, good news is not always taken as good news, is it? Chris, it is awful that good news is not taken as good news. I mean, I've been going through some of the corporate earnings reports that have been coming out, some better than expected. Of course, guidance is typically the key with a lot of companies, and guidance, or maybe these CEOs have gotten on to the idea, don't be too positive in terms of guidance because don't know what's going to happen over the course of the next three months or the course of the next year. So be a little bit more conservative and stocks get hit on that news. Or take the case of Google, which reported its numbers last Tuesday after we had talked. They beat top line, bottom line. I thought it was a pretty good earnings report. Stocks started selling off, not on the fact that Google saw increased advertising, increased usage, increased people using YouTube, and that added to more advertising revenues. Nope. Google's cloud was below expectations. And Google did say that their cloud customers were optimizing what they were using. In other words, cloud customers were not spending as much this quarter as they had been on a previous quarter. Google stock dropped just on that news 10%. Or to put it a different way, a $20 million miss on the revenue line cost Google shareholders a loss of $20 billion of market capitalization. That's very, very significant and speaks a little bit to the jitteriness of the marketplace. Meta, also known as Facebook, Instagram, Reels, Facebook, again, better than expected report overall, but cautious guidance on advertising due to the, uh, we'll just call it upheaval right now in the Middle East, and advertising coming from there has has diminished. Meta's stock initially was up in after hours, but trended down at the open today. Microsoft, there's one that beat the street, loved Microsoft's talk about AI, artificial intelligence, and how AI is going to be included in their new products coming out, Windows you know, 365 products coming out in November. That should add some dollars to their bottom line. Microsoft introduced some new products and talked up their cloud, particularly growth in their Azure cloud, up 29%. They didn't break out a number of or revenue for that for Azure specifically, but they got cheered on Wednesday sending the stock up, but today all their gain was given back possibly on Meta's report and possibly on concerns about, here we go, about the Fed, what the Fed's impact has been on interest rates, not only on the short end, but now on the long, longer end. And bond yields on the longer end have been creeping up. And 
that may not be enough for positive earnings coming out from other companies to, you know, to overcome. Right now, the market is definitely in a correction territory. I think that interest rates dip a little bit. That could change that dynamic. For interest rates to fall, you're going to have to have people starting to buy bonds. And right now, there are more people selling bonds and not enough buyers. I have not been a advocate of owning bonds and definitely not an advocate of owning bond funds. If I look at the bond indexes, the long-term bond index, TLT, is down year-to-date. 17%. In order for that to go up, you're going to have to have longer-term interest rates fall dramatically. The intermediate-term index covers the 7- to 10-year bonds issuance. IEF is down 11%. Same thing applies. Yes, you can get yield for current buyers, but if interest rates continue to move up, prices are going to go down. So as part of the strategy that I have used, rather keep the money in cash, not put it in bonds and, you know, hold on to my stocks. Yes, stocks are are more volatile than cash, but right now with the direction of interest rates, I'll say the direct, yeah, the direction of interest rates still being higher for longer or kept higher for longer, I'm going to recommend continuing to avoid bonds and stick with cash and stock. Excellent advice once again, Mr. Money Talk. Well, you heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608 where you're always going to get straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, a fantastic weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Chris. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.